I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the house medium. I'm Adela, your house medium, and I have an awesome show for you today. So get ready, whatever you're doing, although you're probably driving or cleaning your house or something of that matter. But anyway, whatever you're doing, get ready for this awesome show I have for you. Before we get into it, I have a little house cleaning. Speaking of house cleaning, because this is the only house cleaning that I like to do, by the way, is these these special, not special, but little reminders, okay? And I just want to remind you that I have put out a lot of things where you can go and see or read or hear a lot of answers. And one of them is my book, Peering Into the Narrow Room, on Amazon, and also my videos on my YouTube And of course, the talk, because we're all on the TikTok, are we? Most of us are. And my Instagram. So you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Adele Levine. And also, the house medium is on both. And I post videos all the time on these subjects just for you. So please feel free to go check all of that stuff out. And I teach classes. And lastly, most importantly, I have a website, adelevine.com, where I have all the things, all the things, my classes and um, my services. Of course, I do readings. If if you remember, I do do readings, (laughs) private readings and such, and cleansings, house cleansings. For those of you who do uh, come on my podcast or don't come on my podcast and say, I have things happening. Things are going on in my space and I need you to cleanse it. So I do offer that. So adelevine.com for all the things. Okay. I have awesome emails and I know I'm prepping it. I'm, I'm, I'm building up to it. I'm doing this on purpose because I, I want the build up. <laughs> What is better? What is, there's nothing better than anticipation, right? I'm not going to sing the song, but you know, nothing better than anticipation. So before we get to that, we're going to have to take a little trip or a little step into, it's not far, it's not far for you to come with me into my medium brew cafe. So I'm going to pour you a cup of coffee and we're going to get into a topic. There you go. I poured you the coffee and the guy's making you the coffee. How much coffee can you possibly want? And you know, they're playing the music and all that. So as we step into the medium brew cafe, and you know, in the medium brew, medium brew cafe, 
We talk about all things kind of paranormal gossip. I call paranormal gossip or little things. This is going to be a little quick one because I just want to get straight to the emails because these are exciting. Did I, did I say that enough? Okay. And I have a very, very special guest that I'm excited to share with you. So before we get to that, I just wanted to tap into, you know, a little paranormal gossip. However, this isn't so paranormal. This is AI. You're all obsessed with AI. What does that have to do with paranormal? A lot from my point of view. If you've listened to anything about me, or maybe you're new to me, I believe the way I see the other side, the other realm, the land of the dead, the underworld, as they say, kind of like a futuristic city. It's not scary. It's not sitting in the clouds. It's not even going down anywhere or up anywhere. It's a world within a world and it's a futuristic city. Why do I mention AI, you ask? Because I believe AI is almost very similar to that world and it's going to help us expand ourselves beyond this world what do i mean by that well for instance because the dead speak to me in a telepathic way where i hear feel see smell i get all the senses all the clairs clairvoyant clairsentient clairaudient and i remote view to remind you which is like very similar to Stranger Things. It's what it's based off of where she's able to see past time and space. I do that. I believe AI is going to help us do things like this. I know you don't understand this. You're saying, how is this possible? Well, kind of imagine if AI can be used to help us connect to the other realm. And they're already talking that. So this is my message to you before we leave the Medium Brew Cafe. Don't be afraid of the future. Don't be afraid of progression because progression is always the way we expand and evolve as people. It has always been. When I was younger and the microwave came out, yes, I'm aging myself, everyone thought it was the end of cooking, the end of life, the end of everything. And now no one gives a shit about microwaves. Oh, everyone left my medium. <laughs> everyone left the cafe. All right. So... Don't be afraid of progression, everyone. Progression is good. People were afraid of ATMs. Now no one cares. This is how we evolve. And if you want to know how the other realm works, it is a place where people can evolve and grow. Yes, when you die, you're supposed to evolve and grow and expand who you are. So if we can do that here in a physical body, it would be progressing past time and space and this concept wouldn't you rather do that here than wait till you die i thought so yes so don't be afraid of what the change is bringing change is good yes it's scary but it's good and that's all i want to say about it and now we're gonna leave we're gonna say goodbye to our medium brew cafe and we're gonna go back into the regular podcast. Now, you ready? My first email is very exciting. My first email comes from Beth Dover. Now, you may know her. She's an actress. She's a wonderful actress and mother and wife and all the things we're supposed to say. But I'm going to drop in 
her work because she was very humble about it. And I didn't know these things because if you listen, I did not know this about her. She was somebody who wrote in. She was referred to from a friend. If you had listened to last episode before this, CJ had mentioned that she had a friend that she wanted to write in. This is the friend. And so she had the friend write in just like everyone else. And I read the email and I had her on and it was only till after did I find this out. She is a, she has been in, I don't know, something small like the oranges of new black. Yep. She's also been in party down and she has appropriately, well, appropriate for this podcast just came out halfway to Halloween on AMC. I love the title because it's halfway to Halloween and all of us who are into the paranormal and into the spirit and ghostly world, we are very down with Halloween. And she was gracious enough to come on the show and she had something that happened to her long ago, like a, like a lot of you, right? Everybody, what I love about this podcast has something that's happened to them and they're like, what the hell was that, right? What what was, you know, what was going on? And it sticks with you. And it's pretty common. And I I think I get surprised because, you know, spirits are my friends, ghosts are my friends. Ghosts, by the way, for those of you who need a reminder, are just people who died who don't know that they died. And spirits are the ones that know that they died. So she had something very interesting happen to her, and she wanted to know what the hell was going on? Let's read Beth's email. Hi, Adela. My friend CJ told me about your podcast and wanted me to reach out. I live blank in a house in 19, in a house built in 1934. In a house, yes. <laughs> Little trivia. There was a fun character actor who lived here from 1959 to 1969. CJ told me not to say who because you like to guess, but I'm happy to tell you. I told her not to, though. Not until, you know, I actually read her. Anyway, I haven't had any experience personally in my house, although a friend of mine did. But when my son was about three, he saw a woman in his room and also in my office by the name of Sandy Marlowe. I don't know anyone by that name, and it was so specific coming from the mouth of an almost three-year-old that I kind of freaked me out. I started Googling the name and came up short until a friend of mine told me to spell the name Sandy with two E's. So smart. When I read this, I was like, that's really smart because I, I probably would have not thought of that. Sure enough, there she was, Sandy Marlowe was a burlesque dancer in the 60s and lived in LA, so I guess I'm just wondering if there's any connection. Thanks for reading and I hope to hear from you, Beth. Okay, this is awesome because it has kind of a Hollywood vibe, right? There's a whole Hollywood vibe and this is very common here in LA. There's a lot of fun Hollywood vibe, you know, people who were famous and all kinds of things that have happened. But what's the most amazing to me is her son because it's unusual. And I'm going to tell her that <laughs> it is very unusual, exact name. Even I don't get that exact name. So I can understand as a mother 
that you're like, um, okay, what's going on? So with that said, let's hear what I had to say to Beth. All right, everybody. So you heard me read the email. And now we're going to hear what I have to say to Beth. She's here. Hi, Beth. Hi. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. I know um, I know you were kind of thrown into the fire a little bit by, <laughs> by CJ, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank CJ you for really being really wanted me to do this podcast. <laughs> um, and, you know, honestly, the more I thought about it, the more I, I also wanted to do it as well. Okay. Um, but I just felt weird about it because I wasn't the one that experienced the the thing. Right, right. You know? mm-hmm. That's but, okay. Um, but it, but yeah. your kid did. So that's pretty close to you as it gets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have a couple of questions before we get begin. So I usually, um, you know, take a peek around um, and see what I see before, but I like to get into the throes of it in real time, you know, like really... Okay get into depth with it. Um, but my question is, um, what did your friend, you said you had a friend that saw stuff and I like to kind of gauge the actual paranormal, you know, there's like checks marks that I look for when it comes to paranormal Uh activity. There's like standard things, you know, I, I do house cleansings. Uh, I mean, and you know, readings and such, of course. And whenever people reach out to me, there's like standard things that I go, okay, yeah, that's that, or it could be this, or it could be aliens. I mean, there's like a range mm-hmm. of paranormal activities that can happen. Do you recall right. what their experience was? I do, although I should preface okay. this by saying that they were staying at my house. They were in from out of town, and so they were sleeping over. And they were also, on that evening, um, they had had some alcohol. So okay. I want to preface it by saying that that is you know, they might okay. not have been completely clear headed, but okay. <laughs> they did. Say, they did say That's that fair. the next morning there was some type of like shadow or something that like crossed mm. the window out, yeah. outside, like of where they were. And okay. also at like the, the foot of the basement or like the basement area. So, which is okay. a very different place than what uh, my son's was feeling the energy. So, you know, who knows? I took it, I took it with a grain of salt because of what I said before. Um, yeah. And also the fact that I hadn't personally experienced anything. Mm -mm. So, but, but that was something that was said, you know, a couple of years after the thing happened with my son. So, okay. Those are the two times. Shadow people is what people call it is a, is a very common and, uh, thread that Mm -hmm. happens to people. Alcohol actually grounds you more. Matter of fact, it's harder to see when you're drinking. So meaning like, like if it's weed, then yeah, that kind of flies you a little higher, you know, to that, to that, to open you up, which is why people use, you know, psychedelics and weed, but Mm -hmm. alcohol, believe it or not, like a lot of psychics will like take a shot of alcohol after reading um, you know, like a bunch of people. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying everybody. That's what's happening. They're like, oh, that's what you're doing, Adela, after you've read me. But I'm saying like it's been known for 
um, psychics to use alcohol to ground themselves, like even in a ceremonial, I've seen people do this in ceremonial type of settings, because mm-hmm. it actually kind of gets that to stop seeing. Stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the fact that they saw something yes. having had alcohol actually means more in a way. Right. Exactly. Because it's kind yeah. of like, it's kind of like, it's like, here, it's like a weird thing. Like if I, if I drink around people, I lose, just like how people loosen up, I let mm-hmm. go of my boundaries and I may just start reading you. Like I've been at parties where I'm stuck in a corner because I'm telling people stuff and they're like, Oh, do tell me more as and they're like, here's some <laughs> more wine because your inhibitions right. and your boundaries go away. Um, right. So it's like, if you have a site, you have sight, right. It doesn't matter. But um, but if I want to just like, if it's shut it down, it's easier with that than like weed and things like that. So interesting. the fact okay. that they saw that while drinking is kind of interesting, but like you said, I totally get your, you know, keep an open mind to like, it could be many things, but mm-hmm. shadow people is a very consistent thing. That's what people call them. And what shadow people are is just spirits that people don't have the sight to see it. Like they see the shadow because they're not a bit, they don't have an ability because people who see shadow people, I see the actual spirit. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they could have saw something, but I totally get that it's harder for you because it w- it didn't happen to you personally. So it didn't, we'll but see. I will say years and years ago when I was in college, I did see a shadow. I mean, what I can only describe as a shadow person while I was driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that was, you know, lack of sleep or I, I mean, I kind of chalked it up to lack of sleep or something, you know, Yeah, because I didn't know what it was. You know, yeah. it was a dark place at night, street at night, right. you know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's totally understandable <laughs> because I could tell you're very logical and you want to keep your logic intact. And that's, a smart thing to do and that's what you should do. But just mm-hmm. so you know, shadow people is a very common thing. And it's just that people's sight can't make it out. And most people experience it with sleep paralysis all the time. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. usually comes hand in hand. And then my second question is with your son, what was going on when he saw this person? So I was in his room and he was probably I don't know his exact age, but I do know that he had just started speaking in complete sentences. So he must have been, you know, two-ish, but maybe two and a half, maybe closer Mm -hmm. to three, but somewhere in that range where, you know, he was still kind of talking like a baby, but he was talking in complete sentences. So I, you know, I'll just say three, I'll round up to three. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, we were getting him ready for bed and he said, something to the effect he's seven now. So I'm, I'm trying to like remember exactly what happened, but Mm -hmm. just sort of out of nowhere, he pointed to, um, kind of where the door is, but like more in his room. And he was Mm -hmm. like, there's Sandy Marlowe. And I said, who's Sandy Marlowe? A chill, a chill ran up my spine. I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, you know, who's, he's like, oh, she's, she's like that. She's in my, um, you know, she's here sometimes basically. And I said, oh, uh, it freaked me. I mean, even just telling it right now, I'm like, Ugh. Um, because you know, yeah. when, you know, when babies are born, like fresh babies, they're like 
just born and they open their eyes and you look at them in the eyes and you just feel like they know so much more, you know, yes. than, and then yes. it slowly, that slowly goes away. That look in their mm-hmm. eye, like as they age, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like they've, they've come from somewhere or they know something. I think there's mm-hmm. still remnants of that when they're that age. So that's why I was Absolutely. really kind of taking it more seriously. And so mm-hmm. I said, is there anywhere else that you have seen Sandy Marlowe? Um, and he said, yes, in your office, which is next door, basically. So we walk mm. into my office and then he points and that's where I'm sitting right now. Um, she's in here sometimes. So it was just those two. And I didn't want to have a huge reaction because I didn't want to either scare him or myself. <laughs> so right. I, uh, I just was curious and asking him and, you know, and, and he's, he was little. So I think his attention uh, went yeah. elsewhere quickly after that, but I was Googling Sandy Marlowe and I was like, who is this person? And, um, anyway, yes. So that's that okay. was how it happened. So just to kind of validate some things, you know, about what you're saying is, is first of all, children, we all kind of come, I, I believe, obviously this is my belief, um, that we come from what I call home, the place where we all come from and the place where I'll return. So I always say children are like exactly what you said, straight off the baking line. Like they just came yeah. out, of the, out of the bakery. So they're like very much aware of things and they're, it's not like scary to them because they, um, you know, it's the same reason why kids are like, oh, I could fly and I could do all these things because in that realm they did. So it, so they slowly start to get more and more grounded. And I always say that age 10 is when kids really solidify into their bodies and they're like more here. But you're right. Kids absolutely easily see. That's why I think they put them in movies as creepy because it's more creepy when kids because you're like, OK, they must know something because, you know, because they're kids and they must be yeah. connected. Yeah. So you're right. That's a, and that age. I always say is the age where they become more aware of like this is someone that shouldn't be here. it's not my mom. So who's this person Mm -hmm. versus before everybody, you know, how babies, they just, everything just blurs to them Mm -hmm. until then. So you're spot on about that. So let me, let's go and see, and I'm going to look and see what it is, what's going on. All right. I'm going to play a little, play a little, little music. All right. So hold on. I'm, I'm using the relaxing music instead of creepy music. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you that straight off the bat, when I was looking, I saw a man and I actually saw a man. He looked kind of like heavy set for some reason. I know that seems like not a important detail, but it's because he kind of purposely used his body like in a jolly way at that time. That's how people thought of people like him almost like a stereotype. They stereotyped him. You know what I mean? And um, so um, when I see him, I feel like I get very drawn. If I go through your front door, I get drawn going into the main room. Like, uh, like I feel like I get drawn into almost like a living room type area. And um, this is where I kind of see like a party type setting. And the other thing that I kept getting drawn to is like, um, hold on. So if you walk, it's kind of almost look like you twist and turn to this back door that goes to the outside. The reason mm-hmm. why I think that's important is because whatever's around this back outside area, or I can't, I was trying to see if it's like a garage or something to the right seemed to be something went down. 
But needless to say, the thing that the person that I see, this man, he's the main like star of this like paranormal show. <laughs> Oh my because goodness, okay. I don't I don't I feel like the the woman was almost like friends or friendly with him that mm -hmm. that your son saw. I don't feel like she was the um the the main person connect connected to the house. Just to kind of give you a little bit of when I say connected, it doesn't mean you have people attached because people think spirits get attached to a house. They really don't. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's a world within a world. So they're just kind of doing a thing and trying to maybe sometimes get people's attention so people will remember them, you know, type of okay. thing. Honestly, that's more what I see with her. She okay. looks like when I see her, her death wasn't so great and like her life kind of went down so her leaving this world i don't know want to say it's tragic but it's just kind of like someone who's like a fallen star because i know you said she did burlesque or something yeah but i'm saying like her like life even if she did burlesque um and maybe at that time it wasn't the same thing you know like we see it today because you know people look down on things at time at that time mm -hmm. for her it was totally fine this guy that i see i keep i kept getting like I don't know. It's just like looking at a guy like smoking a cigar and didn't take good care of himself. And I see like heart problems, but I feel like he, this is more his domain and it looks very friendly. It doesn't look, um, negative or anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to be weirded out. It doesn't look negative at all. A matter of mm -hmm. fact, I feel like he likes you because something about he liked to write or something and he liked people laughing with him. And I know, like, I always say disclosure. I know, like, CJ and you said that this was, like, an old kind of Hollywood or there's some old Hollywood character type yes. actor yes. connected. But so I'm, I always like to tell everybody, like, full disclosure, I know that. But I don't know who or anything. But mm -hmm. this guy, I was drawn to him right away. He's mm -hmm. very awesome. Like, he's not, it's not negative. It doesn't mean it can't be... Um, it can't be like, um, you know, annoying at times. <laughs> it's just interesting to me. I don't know. Um, I feel uh, like she's absolutely connected to this man. She's that's, connected to the man. Yeah, right. to the man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like she might have. What I hear her saying is that she was very much a part of that setting. Because it almost looks like it reminds me of like if someone's like always having people over writing stuff having parties performing together it was very much a group thing like this wasn't right. just his place i feel like i see him connected to this house so even if someone was an actor who, like you said in the you know in the yeah, email he was, a, he was a character actor um in like uh -huh. the 60s you know up until i mean he was a character actor for a, a long time um, okay so yeah and so um, like um and you didn't say and just so everybody knows to remind everybody and to remind myself because i checked myself too you didn't say if it was a male or female character actor you I, just said character i did actor. not i did just okay. say character actor yes okay although so maybe I, I might have said a pronoun i'm not sure but <laughs> you didn't i read the e i have yeah. the email in my hand 
Because okay. okay. I, I could I know that you're this is new for you, so I yes, knew you'd be like Sorry. I don't know what's <laughs> up with all this. But I'm a very practical reader, so I'm not I'm okay with it. It doesn't phase okay. me that that you need to okay. be that way. I'm that way too. That's why I like to check and give full disclosures. But um, I that I, I just see this as kind of oddly like it reminds me of I don't know if you ever been to. Um, I always forget the name of it, but it's in Santa Monica Beach where it's like a house that they turned into, like it's like a private, you you know what I'm talking like about? Like a restaurant, like, like shutters or something or um, it's It's like um, they turned a house into like a museum, but now you can oh, park okay. there and you can have dinner on the beach. It's, a, it's oh, I nice. go there all the time. I'll remember later, but um I'm looking it up so I can like remember what this this place is. I go to I don't know why I can't remember. I go to it all the time. Anyway, <laughs> it reminds me of this where it was kind of like a go-to place where people right. gathered. He seems to be the main connection though. So I see. Um, I see. Yeah. Okay. And then and then also like this living room area because when I go into it and I see like these chairs like currently Mm -hmm. Um, and it looks very like the way it's decorated almost reminds me like modern slash kind of like, like clean. I don't know how to explain. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't look cluttery at all. Everything Mm -hmm. looks very like, um, and I feel like that area is important to him. And then when I do, I get pulled to the right in this area. I don't know if it's an actual fireplace or there's a, like a whole like mantle and there's it a almost, fire, there's a it almost looks like mantle, stony, yeah. like stony or something. He mm-hmm. likes this area. So this is the area that he's like, Oh, this is very different than how, when I was here, that's his whole vibe. Like it's oh. all about that. It's like, he likes what you and your family and the whole vibe. It's very friendly. It's just so different to then when he was alive when he was alive it was way more chaotic and gaudy right 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 yeah well it's been it has been renovated by by other people uh you know because it's had different owners throughout the years because this house is a 1934 house right um so and he lived he he lived here for 10 years Mm -hmm. so he didn't die in the house but he was here raising his kids and um all of that so yeah but yeah. I feel like this time period um, was a big deal in in the time he lived in the house, which mm-hmm. is why there's a connection to it mm-hmm. and um, maybe a connection to you and, and your family is similar. So yeah. that's all. It's not yeah. not scary. It's not, you know, nobody feels like they want to bother anybody. I feel like your son is just young and you know, was able to like see stuff because kids can Mm -hmm. and, and I don't feel like she was trying to startle him or anything. It was just like, oh, he can see me. Okay. Interesting. That's the whole vibe of everybody to me. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he did not, he was not scared at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, he was like very happy and chipper about the whole thing. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, the the description of the man I'm seeing is that a similar description? Do you know what the guy? I, I do know the guy. Do you want me to say it? Sure. So it's not a heavy set guy. It's it's sort of the opposite. He's sort of a scrawny guy. His name was Don Knotts. 
So okay. he was, he was on the, his, yeah, okay. Yeah. He was on the Andy Griffith show and yeah. um, all of that. So mm-hmm. it's uh, his old house. Right. And uh, do you know, do you know um, who might've also, also lived there by any chance? Probably not. I do know a couple of people. Um, and I know uh, who built the house because when Eli was very young, he kept saying that name. He's like, who built the house? Who built the house? So I finally had to like ask the real estate agent who built the house. Okay. Um, and now of course I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, but some guy, you know, had a, you know, hand in building the house. And I think he was connected to this house in, you know, for a longer period of time. I feel I like it's more him. It doesn't feel like Don it absolutely doesn't look like, I know Don Knotts. I was a big fan of the show like everyone else, but um, not him. Not definitely him. not okay. him. No, I don't feel I don't feel like he has any qualms with you. <laughs> like he's like cool, right? Like do yeah. your thing. I feel like this guy does the guy I see. So that's what's kind of interesting because it's that not that's, that's that's what people don't realize is that it's not always what, who people think it is. Like I've had people go like, oh, it's definitely so and so, and I'm like, no, it's just your aunt who like misses mm-hmm. you guys. That's mm-hmm. it. Not that not the scary thing you thought it was it's just like many of my podcasts it's like oh no it's really just like a person from your family who right. seems to feel like you guys don't talk right it, it doesn't them. necessarily have to be a person who has lived in the absolutely house. yeah right. exactly but i do feel like this guy had a similar career of some sort but i got more drawn to like a writer that's how he presents himself to me okay like he might have done some writing and things like this and maybe um, his friends were actors and stuff, but yeah. I don't see him like that at all. He reminds me of like a writer slash producer vibe type guy, not, not, and maybe even money sometimes. Cause it right. kind of, that's kind of how I see him. And maybe even, you know, involved in some like people who get the money type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> maybe yeah, a little yeah. gangster action, but mm-hmm. not, but nothing, uh, definitely not, didn't look like Don Knotts at all. You know, apparently there was a hedge outside on um, at our side yard mm-hmm. that had sort of an opening of so people could come in and out like with the neighbor. I guess they were whoever okay. whoever did that was good friends with their neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so the neighbor, they created like a little, I don't know, uh, area in the hedge that the person, you know, the neighbor could just walk in and out of the house. Oh. But, that was, but that was old, like years ago. That's no longer. But okay. I think and I that, remember hearing that when we bought the house. In the area that I was describing, that going er- outside? Different area because we're on like a corner lot. So there's like, you know, there's a, a side with a pool. And then on the other side of the house is the yard. And on the, on the side of the house over here is like a little, you know, area to eat. So like there's there's a lot of weird little outdoor areas. And when you said turns and all that kind of stuff, yeah. there, there are turns. There's yeah. like That's turns to I get outside. Like. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that was kind of the vibe. Like it was kind of like community. It, it was very party, very open, like, you know, kind of like doors open, that kind of vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy was for sure. Um, and I, and I, it could be when I see this woman, I feel like she's connected to that guy that I'm seeing. Nothing to do with Don Knotts for sure, but definitely connected to the guy I'm seeing. Interesting. And, yeah, well, you know what's funny is we live on the, so we live uh, in an area, this sounds so, ugh, 
it makes me, it grosses me out to talk about, but the, the street that we're on has palm trees that look similar to the palm trees in Beverly Hills. Okay. And apparently they were fashioned, this street was fashioned, for, like they used it to then make Beverly Hills. They wanted it to look kind of like this street. Oh. And the guy who put that in was like mm -hmm. a real party animal guy. Mm -hmm. And he got drunk and he wanted the palm trees to remind him how to get home. So, and his home was the park that is up half a mile away from my house. It's this beautiful, huge park that used to be his house. And it's, okay. the, and it's like, they, there was a, um, the street used to, it was like the first um, runway, like a plane could go down in Los Angeles. So he was sort of oh. like, um, so people would come in and out from all over the country. Cause he was like mm -hmm. this, um, um, Hearst or, or um, he, he had that vibe. He had a lot of money and a lot of friends and a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. That's him. It's this, it, that's more that that's him. And that's why I don't make like as much as I would love to talk to Don Knotts and tell him how great I loved his work. Sure, it's sure. not him. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 so sure. That's why I don't ever try to make things fit and I'll stick to what I see. And that fits him for sure. Yeah, and, I, and you, now that you said that, that's totally what it is. Because this guy was a yeah. real character. Yeah, he's a real character. That's what I said. He's like, oh, I don't mean any harm. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, you might want to chill out a little bit. <laughs> like I was, yes. because I, I have the conversation telepathically. And he's like, I just, you know, I like the fan. Like, it's almost like he's overseeing, you know, this is the vibe I did. This is what I put out. And let's see how it's holding up with other people. And it, and it's like sometimes people sense him and sometimes yeah. you don't, but he's not disruptive. So I don't feel like I have to reprimand him too much or you don't need like a big cleansing or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, you know, feel like anyone wants to bother your son, which is very important to me because I'm very mm -hmm. protective over children yes. because they can see stuff. Um, I don't feel like any of that. I feel like it was very much like, oh, well, this is a different take on what we create I created yeah because you know? <laughs> you're living like more normal to him than the way he lived right <laughs> right right yes yes for sure for so sure that's a, that's all it is the shadow person is a very common thing but the interesting thing was the outside because I feel like that area was a big part of that thing and not to mention I also feel they were trying not to be disruptive which is nice yeah like they weren't like they were, it's like, you know, when someone's like being a voyeur, like, mm -hmm. uh, what, Hey, what's going on? Like you're, you know, you guys probably had a little nice time. It's like, Hey, it reminds us of when we had nice times, you know, right, right, fun right, parties. Right. Cause there's definitely a party party guy that was he, was, he was a party guy for sure. That guy that I'm yeah. talking about for sure. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see, I, I don't see, I mean, the only thing I would say that you would need to do probably is go leave my kid alone <laughs> nobody bother my kid anymore mm -hmm. um and that would probably be about it and if you you know into cleansing or whatever putting boundaries but i don't really see that i feel like this oddly this guy's kind of very very harmless and just kind of enjoying watching his works continue but it's very different than the life he lived right and yes. that's about it yeah. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he was a real estate developer. So he really developed this whole area. This was yeah. just all empty before he got here. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. it makes sense. He's just kind of, you know, and the thing about spirits is that they're in this world with us. It's just sometimes people are afraid of it. So no one's looking. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it bleeds through because sometimes people do see it. And like, you know, children, of course, are the best at seeing it because they don't think they think anything's possible. So they're not close to it as much. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I didn't see this lady. I looked at the lady because whenever there's a kid involved, I'm very like, okay, who's messing with kids? She looked pretty harmless. I feel like she just kind of was shocked. Mm-hmm. He could see her. And I feel like she wanted you to know. Right. So right. That, that's the only caveat I would say is like, leave the kid alone. Nobody bother the kid. <laughs> right. Yes. Please. Please don't. <laughs> so I'm putting that out there okay. very Thank strongly you. to that realm. But other than that, I just feel like it's kind of an interesting spot you have. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, when you do these, um, is it okay if I ask just a general question? Sure. When you do these, um, are there, is it usually visual or, or do people sometimes hear things? And what's the difference between seeing something and hearing something? So everything, I use all the senses um, and it's all telepathic. So I hear telepathically. I can see him. I saw him right away. Like he was like, it's me right away when I read Mm -hmm. your email Mm -hmm. and then I was like "Eh, hold on like wait until I talk to her I don't want to know who too much about you (laughs) too much about you but I see I hear I can get tastes and I can and I feel and I get smells wow so all of them and the tastes are be like suddenly it feels like it's kind of just look at it like how eventually we would probably be able to do this virtually you know Mm -hmm. what I mean where we'll be able to like taste something or, you know, like how they may be able to start to do this with virtual reality and stuff. So it's right. not like real taste, but I'll taste something and I'll be tasting it. And then I'll tell someone in a reading and they're like, oh, yeah, that was their favorite food. And then it goes wow, away. Soon so it's crazy. like a, it's a telepathic way. And then same with smells. It kind of feels like right under my nose. I'll get mm-hmm. like a strong smell. And then as soon as I acknowledge it, because it's kind of like getting a text or something. They're like, yo, here. Here's the message. And then what I do is I piece it all together very quickly. And it it's like telepathic communicating is like all of the things. And it tells you the whole picture very quick mm-hmm. without and having to go through a bunch of words. I see. And do people who are in these houses sometimes hear things as opposed to seeing them or not really? Um, you mean the spirits? Yeah. Like the spirits. Like Oh, the spirits see and hear everything. It's like watching. It's like uh, the internet. Well, yeah, but the, but the people, like for instance, uh, my son, if mm-hmm. he, would he, is there a, a world in which he would only hear a woman or is it always visual? It could, it depends. Some people, yeah. like some people would only see something. Some people would only hear something. Got it. Um, some people um, get smells only. And with kids, they're just very good at both at seeing and hearing. Okay. Yeah. They're just. Curious. Yeah, they're just like children always see and hear much clearer mm-hmm. than um, people. But um, for him to get a name, I didn't tell you this part, is very unusual. Right. I, I, forgot, that, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, I mean, that to me felt like the most unusual. I was like, that it is was such a specific name that I have never highly heard. Highly unusual. That. Yeah, it, um, would, it would venture me to say he might be a little more sensitive to these things than the average child. That makes sense. He's a double Pisces. 
<laughs> oh, well, that does make sense. I, I have a Pisces moon mm-hmm. and they, and they say, and people are in astrology like, oh, wow. Well, no wonder you're so intuitive because it's in my moon, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not an uh, expert in astrology, but yeah, he, um, that's very unusual. I will say that I don't think I've I had pretty much any kid say a name besides my own niece who said a name about someone in my family that at that same age too, that no one had told her that I was wow, And it was a correct name. It was a correct name. It was my, my mother, my mother died when I was 10 days old and my aunt uncle raised me and Mm -hmm. she's never heard or anything or knew at that time about my real mother. And she said her name. Whoa. Yeah, she went, I was giving, she was giving her a bath. She was the same age, like two and like around two and a half, three. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, well, she saw her as a grandma because she was old. You know, she didn't know that's common right. with kids. You know, she's like, oh, grandma Ruth. And I went, I like froze, but I'm a medium. So I was just intrigued. Wow. I said, what did you say? And she's like, um, and I'm going to tell her later, oh, I talked about you on my podcast. Um, and she is sensitive to this day. Like she's older now, she's 19 and she's starting mm-hmm. to recognize her abilities. And wow. I, and I said, um, what did you say? And then what kids do is exactly, I forgot to tell you this too. That's important. What kids do is that when you start asking them, they turn into kids and they're like, oh, you're giving me attention. And they just start trying to make stuff up. Yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah. why you're interested. They're like, Yeah. That's what they do. That's like your son did. It starts kind of like sounding like gibberish and you're like, okay, that doesn't mean anything. Right. That's what she did. But I was like, who told you that? And she's like, Ruth. And I was like, holy. And then I was like, what else did she say? And then she started babbling and I'm like, okay, she's, it's gone. Right. It just came through her. That's amazing. That makes me emotional. That's beautiful. I know. And I remember going like, I felt that and I wanted to like encourage it. But you know, my sister was like, not sure about that. So I left it alone, but I kind of felt like it was for me, like a nice little message for me, but that's the only kid I've ever heard say a name. So, and, and to my point, my niece is realizing that she has these abilities. abilities. Yeah. Yeah, And so your son saying a name, highly Mm -hmm. unusual. So I would, you know, pay attention to, to him. He's very attuned to people's emotions and other, Mm -hmm. you know, like even slight changes in mood. He's very perceptive in that way. So yeah, that's all comes with it. That's all part of it. Yeah. Being, um, it's like hard to explain. Like when I was a kid, I could see these things about people that I just thought was obvious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, like she has red hair. Oh, she's having problems with her husband at home. As a kid, I could see those things. Wow. And, I just thought everybody could see that. I just thought it was like, I was raised by a very intellectual family. They're all like psychologists and PhD. So my mind was like, well, that's just like normal. Like maybe I was analyzing. I don't know. I just thought it was normal, like analyzation. But later um, my aunt would say, oh, how did you know that? How did you know this? How did you, just like, doesn't everybody see that? I just thought it was normal. Wow. And did it start dwindling as you got older and you really had to cultivate it no, never it, dwindled. It never dwindled. Never, it just stayed never, the same. That's amazing. Never dwindled. I just suppressed it and did stop telling people because I would lose friends. Because mm-hmm. if someone said, um, you know, why is my boyfriend mad at me? And I'm like, because blah, 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 blah. They're like, I didn't ask you all that. Like I would tell them things about themselves. Right. Oh, because when you were a kid, this happened and 
you know, right. this is why you're having problems. And right. you like, think you're helping. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. you asked me. Yeah, and they're, exactly. like, well, they're like, well, that's like too much. And I was like, oh, you know, it's like, I felt like that, you know, kid that has this like weird thing that I thought was cool and everyone else was scared of. So I didn't know, you know, right, so right. I, I did just hide it, but mm -hmm. it never went away. And wow. that's why I do this because I want to help people, especially children. I used to work with children for a long time and I have a passion for, you know, protecting kids and making sure they feel, you know, not what I went through. And mm -hmm. so um, the best way with him is to do exactly what you did. Just like listen to him and not make him feel weird or scared or, or anything. And then just kind of be there to like, you know, support if this starts to kind of become more prominent in his life. But as his sensitivity to people, just teach him that he's not responsible for people just because he feels what they're feeling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that that's the best thing. But it most likely my read on it, if you're interested, is he's probably got a gift because mm -hmm. it is unusual um, to yeah. get a name. Yeah. Yes. I it's pretty, so too. pretty spot on. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you did good. You did great. You like, you didn't make them feel scared or anything. And that's the best way to handle it. Yeah. And, and not, and not serious. go too crazy with it either. Like, cause you don't want to do that to kids either. You just kind of go, Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes, totally. No, you have to kind of go, uh-huh. Okay. You can silently freak out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is what happened. Yeah. Totally normal, just mm -hmm. an everyday thing. But I, yeah. I think that was pretty neat of him to be able to kind of nail it that way. As long as he wasn't scared. He wasn't scared at all. Okay. I was like, wow, that is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank um, you so much. for coming on. Great. It's so interesting. I love that we got to the bottom of that because <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yeah. I love it too, because it's like a nice kind of perfect LA story. <laughs> and also it's not, this is why I always tell people it's not like people have, everybody's made it so scary. And I'm not saying there aren't things that it, it can be scary or it can freak people out, but everything, but most of the time it's just people like people yeah. who die, people forget it's a person. It's a person who made your sandwich the other day, you know, it's just people. So, yeah. um, sometimes people are pissed off about their death and sometimes they're just kind of like this guy's like, I had a roaring good time. We'll see what's going on, you know? And for them, it's like clicking on the internet, except for they're in the internet, if that makes sense. So they're in, they're right. in our world. So, right. um, so he's not looking to bother you or anything. So yeah, I just wow. don't feel any negative. Yeah. 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 Very okay. cool. Thank yeah. you so much. This was thank this you. Was really cool. I can't wait to tell my husband all about this. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. Was that not awesome? Did I not promise you an awesome, an awesome episode? I mean, come on. Who is not a fan of Don Knotts? I mean, the Reese Company, obviously, and I would have loved, I would have loved for it to have been him, but it wasn't. And the thing is that I love about that is that 
it was kind of like one of those things that you go, hmm, um, you know, Adela could just like say that because it's just easy to just go, yeah, sure, it's dot knots, blah, blah, blah. That's what I see. A lot of readers do. And that would have been an easy road to travel. But no, 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 I did not. I didn't want to do that. I, I never do that. I am going to read and tell you what I see every time. Even if the person is like, I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to stick to it. And he stood out. I saw him right away when I read her email. But then when I dropped into it, I just saw all of the dots connecting. And what I love is that I was able to remote view and see what was going on inside her house and and behind so it could connect and the dots connected. And I got a little trivia that I did not know about the person, you know, who had an influence in the famous Beverly Hills. But what I think was really awesome about it was that it all stemmed from what I always try to tell people is that children just have a very perfect connection to the other realm, that they're just not that afraid of it. And they um, allow themselves to kind of see what they see. We do protect them. We do put protection around them. But at the end of the day, they are just, they're kind of straight off the baking line. This is normal to them. What I thought was cool is that this guy was like a partier and that's how I saw him. He was like, listen, I just want to hang out. I just, I like these people. They're kind of similar to me. They're into what I'm into. Um, it, they decorated it a little different. That's cool. He had a lot of commentary on uh, what was going on in that house. But as you can see, it's not always scary. It's not always that someone is like trying to, give a pressing message like, oh my goodness, I have to tell you this or try to cause havoc. Sometimes they're just trying to make themselves present and, and let people know that, you know, they were a part of something. And since he was like such a big deal in this world in his lifetime, he's kind of wondering why everybody isn't realizing he's not a big deal. What I think is also interesting is that the burlesque dancer was telling me that she was connected to him. And maybe that was just an easier, softer spirit for her son to see because that's less scary than some guy, some big guy with his cigar. But this is just for everyone to realize that not all the time when someone's trying to get your attention, is it like significant or they're trying to cause havoc. And I just didn't see anything nefarious or any problems. And she was just so awesome to allow me to um, kind of talk about not only what I saw, but, you know, she's a mom and I understand that and kind of being a little bit alarmed about her, her kid, but totally open to the fact that children can have these magical abilities. And so it was just such a fun one. Now, side note, just me um, wanting to bring this up when I heard, you know, when she revealed to me, when she said, um, actually it's not a big guy, it's a skinny guy. I was like, Hmm, where, uh, okay, what's going to happen. And I saw that it was, um, you know, still, I stick to what I see. I never change what I see, no matter what someone says. And she told me who it was. It, what, as much as I was a big fan of three's company, cause who is not right. I mean, especially those of us who grew up on it. Um, 
There's actually another movie that I am a big fan of that he did called The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Did anybody see this? It's where he gets turned into a fish. And for and it, it was very innovative because it's, um, this was Don Knotts, I should say. And it's very innovative because it's half cartoon, half person. And I love this movie when I saw it, probably because this part of me that was very magical, um, you know, connected to magical. Sorry. Yes, I'm very magical. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, I'm going to say that. But that's not what I meant. I meant that I was very drawn to it because it felt very magical and otherworldly. I kind of felt like, wow, if we could do that, if we could go into this, become like others, go into other worlds. I was so fascinated with this movie. So does anyone else out there remember this movie? Please let me know on my Instagram because it was one of those movies that sat with me for so long. And also what I love, and I want to thank um, Beth for coming on, but also love that she started like interviewing me and asking me questions about what I do. And I love that people are interested in it and they're open to it. That's always appreciated. So this was the all around awesome. I mean, it was just so fun to kind of see all these like dots connect. And to be honest, what people don't realize, my favorite type of things is when someone's like, "Mm -mm, I don't know, that's not what this person is. And then I go, well, I'm over here in the left field. This is what I see. And they're like, oh, and she's going, oh yeah, I know who this is. And the dots connect. Because honestly, that is when you know you're getting the good stuff because it isn't always the obvious thing. The confirmations, whenever you talk to spirits and whenever you want to deal with the spirit world, whenever you deal with psychics, you want confirmations that are not obvious. That's to me was more resonating going, okay, I must be hitting a nail on the head somewhere because this is way off over here, not the obvious thing. And those are my favorite type of readings and house cleansings and all of those things. So anyway, thank you so much for coming on and she was awesome. Okay, so let's get to our next email. You ready? And this email comes from Kristen. And Kristen titles her email, Rose, Spirals, and Possible Move. (laughs) So she like fit a lot of things into this email. So since she said spirals, let's do a little Alice in Wonderland vibe for her. Hi Adela, I just want to thank you for all you share. I love the way you share your insights. It's like hearing from a friend. Your new podcast has been so, it's been so fun. Big words she says, to listen to. I especially love the sound effects, Magic Wand, and your Medium Brew Cafe. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad everybody loves the Medium Brew Cafe uh, as much as I do. I have a couple of stories to share and also have a question regarding moving. First story. I was standing in my kitchen looking out my window at a rose bush. The rose bush had one perfect purple rose growing on it. I feel like I heard someone tell me that it was for me to take. So she's like feeling like she's hearing something telepathic, by the way. So just to be clear. And here we go. I love this part. Um, (laughs) um, Anyway, I thanked them but decided not to cut the rose as it was the only one on the bush. Did I just imagine this? 
I have not had this feeling since. Whatever this was, are they upset that I didn't take the rose? I really, really built this up way more with the music. <laughs> I just felt bad taking the last rose on the bush. Aw. So telepathically, she felt like she heard something tell her. Second story. I feel like since I became a mom, I think a lot about time. One night while on vacation, my family... With my family, I was half awake, half asleep, and thinking about the time that I have here with my daughter. I got a vision of a spiral shell, and then was told that time is like a spiral, an unending shell, an unending shell, we're to repeat that, with no beginning and no end. Curious for your thoughts on that? Okay, lastly, my family's considering a move. Currently, we're renting in blank, I'm not gonna say, we love the area that our daughter enrolled in, in a very good school. And it's getting so intense. We are thinking about a possible move to Oregon. Oh no, more affordable housing and more nature. I'm feeling totally split. I don't know why I'm doing this because it's not necessary. Anyway, I'm not sure if we should stay renting or where are we, or if we should take the plunge and try to buy something in Oregon. If you have any insights you might be able to share about this again thank you for that all that you share all the best christine i feel like this sounds louder to me maybe than to you anyway so many good things that she has so many questions the spiral the rose who's talking to her who's bothering Kristen? let's hear what i had to say to Kristen. Okay, so you guys, everyone heard me um, read the email, Kristen's email, and now we're going to hear what I have to say to her. So, but let's say hi to Kristen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, Adela. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. All right, so we have a couple of questions from you, and um. We're going to um, get to them, but um, first, let's just like hear a little bit about you for a second. So you've been listening. You said yes, I, been listen mm -hmm. I adore you. Aww. <laughs> so yeah, I've been a, a fan. Um, I've listened to some of your YouTube videos um, and then also your Peering Into the Narrow Room podcast was amazing. I really liked, um, kind of went personal in that podcast and it was kind of um interesting <laughs> to get uh, yeah. inside of you yeah thanks for plugging my youtube also not posting quite as much because mostly focusing on like my patreon and instagram and this current podcast i think and that's a lot and, and social <laughs> yeah. media and my readings yeah. uh, so but i appreciate you being a supporter of all the things and um and uh i guess you're kind of a paranormal spiritual person i would say I would guess so and <laughs> yeah i think um you know with the pandemic that happened i think that i definitely dived a little bit more into the spiritual realm um mm -hmm. <laughs> just to kind of you know um deal with all of the anxiety <laughs> that went along with the pandemic um but uh it is something that i've like kept in my life so 
I'm actually thankful for that. Awesome. Okay, so let's get to your questions. I'm going to play a little music um, to kind of like give us, here we go. Um, so, okay, so what I wanted to cover is that you had a couple, like about three questions. Um, the first two, like you said, you know, that you were talking about standing in the kitchen, looking at a window at a rose bush and something wanted you to take the rose. Can you kind of explain a little bit? Because this, this kind of, this kind of qualifies for a telepathic communication, um, meaning like something telepathically was telling you, you know, like take the rose, um, if, if it was something, I'm going to look and see, but was it something like that? Like you heard it in your mind's eye? It was, okay. like, it was this, I had been out in the garden and I had been picking flowers and I purposely did not pick that one because it was the only rose on the bush. And then, um, as I was doing the dishes and looking outside and I just got this overwhelming feeling like. That that, that that is a gift for me, that I should take it, that I, that, that I, I should take it, that it was for me. Um, so, and it, I don't know, I've never had a feeling like that before. It came kind of like out of the blue. So, yeah, interested to yeah. Your, your thoughts on that was. Yeah, um, my feeling when I see that is that the, I guess the first thing that comes to me is I see like an older woman. Um, so I, I feel like when I see this older woman, she was trying to comfort you. I want to say she feels, um, like a grandmother type, um, hearing her kind of talk about like your mother's side. It just feels very like, oh, you know, you're going through something, you're going through some things here, take this, you know what I mean? It does, it doesn't feel that deep of a message other than this could make you feel better or help you with your day or help you with whatever you're going through. But I do see an older woman. Um, I feel like when I see her, she, um, it wasn't like for her, it wasn't like she was upset or trying to get attention. It was almost like, yeah, the vision I get is like, you had a lot of stress or something was going on with you that somebody wanted to let you know you weren't alone. Do you remember, first of all, um, is your grandmother and your mom's side pass? She is. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like when I see her, she's very, um, like she's saying she knew she was going to pass. She was prepared for it. It's very peaceful. It's very much like this music. That's how she feels to me. Like the whole thing feels very, like, um, she keeps talking about something about nurse or being, or nursing or, some, uh, like, uh, taking care of. That's what I mean by not nursing, like, uh, <laughs> nursing, like a baby, like, like nursing someone's health and feeling like she was taken care of. Yeah. It, it kind of seemed like a pretty non dramatic, like exit that she just kind of felt prepared for. And I feel like she's kind of saying, you know, you, you were going through some difficult or stressful time is the, the word I keep hearing 
does do you remember that time and do you remember about her passing <laughs> yes well I, I, her passing was a number of years ago and, and she did pass of uh, cancer so that makes sense that you're talking about you know what kind of cancer did you say colon cancer yeah that's yeah that's what yeah it just felt like if she was in a physical body she would have you know hugged you and hand you the rose that's what it felt like do you remember if you were going through a difficult time at the time i think i already said in the beginning of the pandemic um my anxiety was at an all-time high okay um we had just started our business and um you know it was just a very tumultuous period where we were hoping that we could make it through right <laughs> and, yeah um uh, yeah so that that totally makes sense okay That's and she and she and, yeah and you didn't just so everyone knows because i'm always you know i i'm always full disclosure um you did mention the pandemic but i didn't know this is when you saw the rose by the way just I, I didn't i didn't say that yeah yeah, I just always cover, you know, just in case we have the people who are like, blah, 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 you know. Um, okay, so um, I think that's pretty cool. It just felt really beautiful. And the last thing that I feel like came with that was her being very clear that she was in almost like a similar, like maybe she was into gardening or flowers. Like her world is very beautiful and that, it was kind of like, you know, when you have that feeling, you're like, oh, everything's really beautiful for me, but everything is terrible for my family. So I want to let them know, like, they don't have to worry about me for sure, but I just want to make sure they're okay, know that I'm here. That's just what I felt from her. That's so amazing. Yeah, I think it was just really yeah. pretty, really pretty. And then we have a second story. And um, the second story is you felt like since you became a mom, and so I'm looking at your email, I think a lot of the time, um, and you were saying that you had gotten a vision of a spiral shell and that it was told to you that the spiral shell, an unending shell with no beginning, no end. That's 100% exactly how that world shows time. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually see it more like almost like a circle that's just going like pulsating around and around. So the spiral shell would fit it well. Well, I feel like something was trying to teach you about um, how time works. You know what I mean? Like how the, how the future works, you know, how, how um, time actually is that it's not linear. It's not front and back. So yeah. That's the exact what I felt in that moment was like, you know, you need to calm down. It's not linear and it's a, it's just ongoing. It's constant and there's no end. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that the, the shell is a really, uh, it feels very spot on to how, by the way, the message you were getting was not to me from a spirit but more from like a being oh really High, like a higher being yeah yeah you know almost like how like in how an angelic being so you you got a, some good things that were trying to help you um and i feel like it was trying to teach you so that you don't need to worry about 
losing time or, um, you know, how something's going to come to an end or things don't ever come to end. Don't worry. It just continues on. That's exactly that is, you're hitting it like on the head. That is exactly the feeling that I got from this vision is like, you don't need to stress out about missing out on the time that you have with your children at the ages that they are right now. It's like, just live in the moment, be, be in the now, like time is, it doesn't end. It's just constantly changing. And I don't know, it was very comforting. I can't put it into, I cannot eloquently put it into words. You did put it eloquently into words. Nice feeling. Yeah. You, you did it eloquently put it into words. You put it eloquently into words in the email and he, and you're saying it perfectly because it feels like, it feels like I can feel the stress you're under, but it feels like all these messages, which is why it even feels like this music fits what is being trying to tell you, like, let go of control. It'll be okay. Things just cycle. You know, I hear that from that realm a lot because, you know, when you're a mom, you're just, no one prepares you, right? For the worry. <laughs> no. And you don't realize that every single phase that they go into, that it ends and that you never see that version of them again. Um, I think that's what I was having a hard time with. Oh, like, yeah. That's so pretty. Of- yeah. That's very true. It's very true. It's like... um it, it's these different stages, right? Like, like when they're, when they're an infant, you're like, oh, I think I have it all down, like what to do. And then they're like, no, I'm done with that. Now I'm a toddler. And you're like, oh, I got the whole toddler. Then you're like, screw toddler. Now I'm a little kid, you know? So, and you kind of see them let go. But I think the bigger message was also for you to realize, um, um, that if that time, if time is just circular, then you're always a part of everything all the time. Meaning like it doesn't, your connection never changes in to those on the other side and in to those here. Oh, wow. That's a really beautiful way of looking at it. Thank you. Cause it's true. The one thing I've learned from that realm is parents always say, I never stop being a parent. They're still my kid. Even though I'm here, I'm still teaching them because that connection, if it's a, obviously let's say a real parent, not someone who just had a kid out of biologically and just took off, but, um, you know, someone who really is parenting the child. So I feel like these both are really beautiful messages trying to help you with your spiritual awakening. Well, that's amazing. Thank you. But not to mention your grandma was literally just like, I'm going to help you. (laughs) So I would talk to her for sure, because she's very, very helpful. And just so everybody knows the whole spiral shell, I think that's even been depicted in, in movies and other things, or I've, or I've seen stuff that is kind of, that's kind of used because it's, it's like infinity basically. That's really pretty. So yeah. How do you feel about that? (laughs) This is so amazing. I, you know, I kind of just wrote you on a lark, you know, I, these were two experiences that have stuck with me for, you know, over a year now. And um, 
I just wrote to you on a lark because I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe she will see something, you know, more in this. And um, wow, I'm so surprised and um, thankful that I wrote you and thankful that you responded and that we're having this conversation. That's so awesome because like I read your email and I'm like, I'm not sure because I like wait till the till we record to like really drop in and see. So it's actually always a, sometimes someone just sticks out right away and I'm like, okay, it's still the person because they're like yelling in my face, so to speak. But this one, it was very like this energy, very soft and lovely. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just drop in in real time. So I'm just so happy that like these things came out of it. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to switch over to the other side, no pun intended, of, <laughs> of things of your her, your last question, which is about moving. And everybody is moving to Oregon, I've noticed from, especially from where you are. You're in Northern Cal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm in the Bay. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it is very expensive here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially for a young family, mm-hmm. um, somebody who just started their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we what's are, your business that you started? Um, we import wine from Central Europe and the country of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's neat. Black Lamb Wine, if anybody's interested. Yeah, that's what I said. Go ahead and plug it. Plug it, girl. Go ahead. Get it out. <laughs> um, but it, uh, yeah, so we're we're thinking about moving. Um, we've actually gone up there a handful of times and explored neighborhoods. And we've been talking to some real estate agents. But I just feel so split. I don't. I really don't know if that's the right decision for us. Um, you know, our our business is so young, and I don't want to, you know, like disrupt anything in it right now because it is working. <laughs> um, and what's the name of the wine? Of the because your voice went out. What oh, was sorry. the name of it Black, again? Black Lamb. Wine. Black Lamb Lime. Yeah. Black Lamb Wine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can speak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. That's a great name. Thank you. Um, okay, so these are good questions. Um, okay, so let me take a look about moving. So this is the other part of the house medium, which is I. So for people who are maybe new to my podcast, um, is you know I do a lot of um, real estate, and I realized one day that I do so many questions about buying, about moving, in my in my you know day to day readings that I do that I wanted to incorporate it. So I'm going to take a look and see. Um, I'm going to go a little deeper, but my first hit was this felt really good. Um, It felt like I know there's like, I know Oregon's going through some changes and people, you know, talk about, you know, a a lot of the stuff that's been going down in Oregon, but it felt, um, it felt like for where, where you guys are at, um, that this was much more of a, I want to kind of call it like a soft landing, almost like you need a, a place to move where you can have a break. This kind of ties into the first two experiences, you know, of the stress you've been under and how things have felt highly stressful. 
and this felt like something going you know like the move when i see it looks like you can move there and kind of have a way to have the less stress and have something that's going to be much more um embracing to um mostly to the family needs it wasn't so much that you couldn't do the business you know where you are but the other hit i get is that the place that i see taking the plunge into buying that was really what you want to know because you're worried about buying right okay i felt like the benefit of that is you guys are building something and even though it could seem logically like well if we're building a business if we just continue to rent maybe it's less stressful and stuff but i kind of saw if you bought something it's just kind of help more investing into something that will actually help your business mostly because also it gives you more uh, room gives you more space gives you um, something that you can work with because it's your own because you own it and I feel like I don't I didn't really see a problem but I definitely am not going to lie and say that you guys are going to be like stress-free like no stress <laughs> you know I can't I would love to like you know I would love to like wave my magic wand and go, that's it. Stress is gone. Don't worry about it. But I'm not going to say that. But I will say that I feel like you feel more solid. And it feels like you have something more solid. Like, okay, this is ours. We can like now claim this and we can do what we want and we can start building. I would say that my vision though for you, I keep hearing like a year. So I feel like I don't see it like quicker than a year, not a full year, not like exactly 12 months. And when I see time, I see time like that's when you're there. So I'm not saying it's going to take you a year to actually take the plunge or decide to take the plunge, but it's when I see you actually there, like in the spot in, tw in that time period. Um, I feel like the house that I see for some reason it looks not so suburban it looks a little bit more like i just see you on a hill and it's just a little bit less um i didn't see like i almost kind of got a vision like maybe they just built the houses or something like it almost looks like a new area if that makes sense like oh they're like expanding and building here so i feel like i feel like the vision i I will say this is a new house, not an old house. I guess that's what I want to say. Have you looked or are you still not sure about even going? We, we have been looking um, and then, and we were talking, you know, with a broker um, and we just recently decided to put our house buying on hold. We're not, we're not saying no, we're just putting it on mm -hmm. hold to mm -hmm. process the decision and if this is really going to be a good one for us. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 My feeling is that right, uh, like during the pandemic, I kept telling everybody and everyone's seeing it to be true now. I kept saying like, people were like asking me about selling and I said, I'm telling you, it's a bunch of companies buying and now everyone knows it was Zillow and all the, co I was right. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. Um, that there was a bunch of companies buying, but I feel like that's going to change. And I do feel like we're, um, you're going to see more people 
kind of um, even though that this is new housing, um, it is kind of more. I'm trying to say the market for the people is is in the next nine months. So that's why I would say you're right to hold for right now and just kind of get through summer, get through fall, get through winter, and I could see around next spring, around this time, um, feels more right. I'm not saying you won't like look before then, but I don't see you really ready to take the plunge till then. Yeah. And I absolutely see it being a new home. And I actually feel like you're going to get a better deal on it. So I feel like you're right to take your time, but I do feel the move is really good for your family in general, just feels much more of your type of place to be. It's very, on a side note, it is logically, I know, very similar to Northern Cal. I know both areas pretty well, but it feels way less stressful than Northern California. Uh, we don't say Cal. I don't know why I said that. Californians don't say Cal. <laughs> um, but um, especially Northern Californians. <laughs> I know how you guys are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it feels, it feels like pause, but but look and be picky don't just take the first thing you're right to feel the way you are um yeah so this feels good okay. yeah so we are we're in the we're, we're kind of in the right direction <laughs> okay yeah yeah did you say that did you say do you have a son i do yes okay um i don't know if you i don't think you did you said your daughter you said the time that I live here that I got you were with your daughter. I just want to make sure calling me on my own shit. You did not mention that you had a son in your email. I don't know if you did in the podcast. Yeah, you didn't. I'm reading it and people will check me cause I'm going to read it. Um, <laughs> but um, I know you didn't mention it here, but I feel like especially your son, this is good for him. Really? Okay. I just feel like he, he's a very sensitive little being and him being in nature and kind of being and having room he just kind of looks like he lives he can sometimes live in his own world in his own fantasy world i don't know i just feel like this area will be good for him oh that's oh that's amazing okay just side note cool <laughs> side note little side note <laughs> all right oh so, yeah i hope that helped I, definitely so much this was uh, more than I could have even expected, Adela. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, just to remind everybody, you know, she, she sent in an email, you know, on a lark. And um, you can do the same. Don't forget, you can, like, send me your experiences, your questions to um, the house medium at Gmail. And this could be you. Thank you so much, Kristen. Well, thank you. Again. Down. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So what I love about this email with Kristen is that we get into time. And I try to talk to people about this all the time, that time is not linear, that it's more of a circle, that it's a never ending, like the infinity sign. And 
I feel like she got that. And also the rose, we got to see who it was. It was her grandmother and she was going through a hard time. And I just love the fact that she decided to write this email on what I, what she, which I never use this term. She said on a lark. So let's give her a hand. Yay. Good for you. You wrote the email on the lark and look what happened. You got to come on this podcast. Yay. <laughs> Not to say that was, that's like something to celebrate, but I'm saying like, listen, she took a chance. She wrote the email and she came on and I was able to tell her some things and she was able to connect with her grandmother and hear from her grandmother and kind of get the confirmation. Again, confirmation is key. It actually was a very beautiful story. I felt really touched. I really felt like the energy was beautiful. It, it definitely felt like something was just really needing or someone was obviously trying to give her a lot of help in this time in her life. And plus, she gives a little insight to where she may possibly move. She was nervous to do it, but she wrote the email anyway. And she came on and she let me do this for her. And she's been a big supporter of the work that I do. So I appreciate all of it. But this is to show everybody that remember that when you're dealing with the spirit world, when you're like dealing with all this stuff, it can be like this, right? Can be very lovely. And and people kind of forget that. Or, you know, it can be a little bit more of, you know, going down the rabbit hole, but both actually are true. And I just feel like people tend to forget that it's not necessary to assume that everything is scary, but she didn't. She actually was looking at this like, this is something that she could tell was really trying to help her or she just wasn't sure, but it felt it didn't, she didn't describe it as, as a scary type of thing. But in the end, she was able to realize that she wasn't alone during a time that was difficult. And also she got to, um, kind of get a little insight about her move. So these were awesome emails. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you both. Thank you, Beth Dover. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you guys for, for writing in. Don't forget that you can write your emails to the house medium at Gmail. And if you're acting a little shy, of course, I have the reader's room up episode and you can just write it in, write it in. I'm going to have an episode where I'll read your emails and answer them. Please remember that I have a Patreon that you can join because I'm kind of putting longer videos on my Patreon. It's just five bucks and you can get all the meditations and you can get extra videos on my Patreon. And of course, I post on my TikTok and my Instagram all the time. Thank you everyone so much. And remember, when you're wondering where the magic is, all you got to do is look around. Look around. It's around us. Don't be afraid of the spirit world. Yes, I love Halloween. And that is only one reason because you all are joining me. You're all joining me in my world where I live, where I live on a daily basis, which is in the land of the dead. No, but I do live in this magic world all the time. And I do speak to that realm all the time. You don't have to wait for just then. And one of my favorite things about Halloween is that everyone is hanging out with me in the world that I love. So remember to look around because the magic is all around. Spirits are always trying to get your attention as you can see, whether it's 
a burlesque dancer or a man with his cigar who created an awesome and iconic type of thing that he left a mark in the world or whether it's your grandmother just trying to speak to you through your garden there is people in this world it's a world within their world don't forget that follow yourself follow no one listen to your inner voice and i'll see you soon Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast, and thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adela Vine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelavine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night. Or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, It may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium.